Good morning, mates. This is John Tosh from Depeche Mode. Happy to join you here this morning on our PCS podcast. Now, here's your host, Dean Rodriguez. Good morning, everybody. A bright and early sunny morning here in Marietta, California. This is Ian Rodriguez, and this is the Pinball and Cool Stuff Podcast. Thank you for joining me. July 26th. 27th, sorry. All right, July 27th, 2021. In this, the greatest year ever. All right? The greatest year for a lot of reasons. A lot of new things happening. So looking at the bright side... New Pinball Day, at least one this year. First time going to Pinball Expo in October. Freaking bonus, big time. Um, Who knows what else? I'm looking at concerts for October, actually. There's going to be a rad punk concert in Irvine, California at the Five Point Amphitheater. Jimmy Eat World's headlining, I think Taking Back Sunday. Some of that fun 90s punk emo stuff that I uh, like to go see with my girlfriend, hopefully in October. So... We're going to go see Angels and Airwaves in September, September 29th, I think. That's in Riverside. So the cool stuff topic today is live music is back. This will be a great year. A great year for live music. A great year for pinball. Very grateful. It's going to be fun. All right. So last week I was rambling around. What was I doing in Oceanside? So it's kind of a loose week. Got work done. Went out to Oceanside on Tuesday. Went to Fat Joe's. Fat Joe's, as you may remember, is the best location in San Diego County proper, in the North County section, I should say. So they're in Oceanside, right by the water. Um, Support your locations, guys. You never know when they're going to shut down. You keep hearing that from all the podcasters and everybody else. But yes, definitely go drop quarters because we want to keep these places open. Fat Joe's is awesome. Um, Yeah, they have an awesome lineup. They They had a Mando Pro, which I'll go into. They had a Dialed In. They had Wonka, they had uh, Elvira, House of Horrors, Turtles, um, Star Wars Pro. Um, It was fun. It was a lot of fun. So um, let me also talk about the experience we had on Saturday night. We went to 8-Bit Arcade in in Murrieta, California, right here, right next to my house. So 8-Bit is finally open after an extensive shutdown. Honestly, I think they just decided to stay shut down for a real long time because everybody else out in Marietta were open and these guys were still shut down. So I'm really happy the owners finally kind of got the courage to uh, open up. So good for you guys. And uh, my buddy Chuck runs that location with Jim Belcito, I believe. So 8-Bit Arcade and Brewery is in Marietta, just a few miles from my front door. We went there on Saturday and had a really good time. Really fun pinball lineup, really good video game lineup. Uh, they had a Whirlwind, they had a game called Night Rider, which I'd never seen. It was kind of an EM solid state game. They had a Iron Maiden Premium. They had, gosh, what else did we play, man? Why am I forgetting? Um, they had a Tron. That was fun. First time playing Tron on location in a very long time. 
Um, what else? Let's see. Well, I can't, it, it escapes me, but the most memorable games were Tron, Maiden, Premium, and uh, Whirlwind. We played a little bit of Whirlwind and had a fun time with that. When I play Whirlwind, I, I'm reminded about how much better of a game it is than Earthshaker. I sold my Earthshaker, as you know. And Whirlwind, when you play it, man, if it's set up right, and I guess maybe that's, that's how it is for every game. But man, when that game's set up right, it's really, really a winner. It's super similar to, to Earthshaker because it's got like sort of a mirror design, just right upper flipper instead of left upper flipper on the whirlwind. But uh, the shots are better. So it, it's just, yeah, and it's got that flap ramp in the middle, which is super cool. Uh, but yeah, whirlwind's fun. So yeah, go to 8-Bit if you're out this way in Marietta or Temecula and go have some fun there. I don't know if Coin Ops back open, but they're in Old Town Temecula. Uh, this song is not good. We're going to go ahead and skip it. All right, Depeche Mode. Not all the hits are on this CD, but they're pretty good. They're pretty good. All right, so back to Fat Joe's. All right, that's my location review briefly, but Mondo. So Mondo, let, let's just say this. Let me start with the bad. Mondo Pro. The art is actually much worse in person, all right? You get up, you stand next to this machine, and uh, the back glass is really, it looks bad. It looks like an old Data East game, very... I don't know, undefined, bad line work. Um, when you compare Zombie Yeti and Chris Franchi's good work and even some of their not awesome work to this game, it is way better. So it's a step down. Um, there's no definition in the colors or in the gradients or in the lines. It just looks weird. It looks like a like lethal weapon on the playfield or like Tales from the Crypt or Jurassic Park. And whoever did that, those playfields is the same guy and he did very, very poorly. All right, so... Um, it's not a cohesive piece. It's kind of like 1990s Sega art. Uh, the playfield is also not much better. I'm really disappointed. I thought that this game would produce a better art package, and Star Wars Pro with his comic art is better, but definitely a step back. Definitely a step back. The cabinet is kind of the only saving grace for art, and even that's not the best. So that's kind of the bad. So how about the gameplay? The, the sound package on this game is very reminiscent of Avengers Infinity Quest. It's very... Uh, underwhelming, I guess I should say, kind of like a general superhero drama danger score, um, kind of an orchestral type of tune. Um, I felt like it was a short loop when you play the game, and I may be wrong there, but yeah, it was just one of more of those like hero sort of vibes to the music, just like trumpets and, you know, I don't know, orchestral type music. Um, kind of generic, if you ask me. Uh, the voice work. So Carl Weathers was not at his best, all right? Look for him in Predator, look for him in uh, Happy Gilmore. That's his acting prowess at work there, his his drama skills. And here, it's just, it's kind of like, uh, he's underwhelming, he's not enthusiastic, I don't know what to say. But it doesn't feel like he's acting when he's make, doing the call-outs. Like when you play GNR, you hear the voice work on that. There's no acting in their voices. It's just kind of like they're asked to say it. Carl Weathers seems to be in the same category with this game. Um, so it could just be a combination of the music, the voice, and the sound effects, which is lacking cohesiveness, which makes this sound package kind of underwhelming. Um, but it doesn't, it just doesn't all work together. It doesn't create that ambiance that you want. And contrary to like some game like Iron Maiden, where everything is really well put together and integrated together, the voice work is perfect, female and male, the music kind of goes well, the sound effects are really impactful, and it just kind of creates an, a whole package. Um, so... And, and let me qualify these comments with the fact that my disinterest in the theme is probably leading towards these conclusions. So I, I, I don't want to speak for everybody here, but I have no interest in the theme. Uh, but, you know, it just doesn't grab me. The sound and in the, in the, in the call-outs and the art just doesn't grab me. Um, 
<laughs> what's interesting though is I thought about this. I have no interest in like medieval stuff, right? Castle themes and fantasy themes or movies like Wizard of Oz. But I still think that their packages are better. Their, their sound and art packages are better. Like Medieval Madness is a good game. I don't like medieval themes. I don't go look for Braveheart movies and Knights in Shining Armor movies and shows. I don't, I don't care about medieval themes. But that game is a cohesive art, sound, and game package. So, anyway, all right, so let's go to the play field. So the good, so there's a lot, this game's a lot more interesting than Stranger Things, let me just say that. It's probably twice the game Stranger Things is for shots. It's got a lot of interesting ball pass, good ramp returns, really neat loops. Um, the left ramp is really cool, so it returns to the right flipper. It really goes all the way around the back of the play field. I really love that. Um, the cool, there, there's a really cool delivery system to the upper play field, which on the pro, I'm not even sure if it's an upper play field. Um, or just a segregated section of the playfield that exists on the nor on the normal level, but on the premium and elite, obviously, is because it leans up. But on the pro, it seems like it's just kind of a partitioned off section where the only way to get in is through that little hatch from the left ramp. But um, it's a really cool delivery system. You'll see how it works when you play it. It's kind of like a like a drop from the ramp, a diversion drop, and then to you can use the shooter lane to access it as well. Um, but it's interesting. I like that. It's more. Um, honestly, I think it's a more interesting layout than Medieval Madness, The Shadow, or AFM. Alright, it's kind of like a fan layout with some interesting twists for, for Mondo here. Um, it's got some great inner hooks and inner loops. Um, it's not a typical stern layout like a Borg or Richie type game, so here the layout's good. It's definitely good. It's acceptable. They did some things that they haven't done. They did some things that they probably won't do again. Um, now, so I'm, I'm satisfied with the layout. Definitely Eddie's uh, comeback game, I guess. Um, although the theme is just, man, weird choice. All right, so the bad. So the right ramp is not a feel-good shot. It returns to the left flipper, crosses over the play field. I think it's just too much and boring and, you know, ho-hum. That, that shot should have been better. So it's kind of like the right ramp on AFM. It's just kind of like, okay, great. A little quick return, quick U-turn. Not impressive. Um, so the crossing plastic return ramps is a fail. Everybody else is saying this as well. Um, I think the mod is needed for the pro to get wire forms. I really, I don't even know though. Maybe they should just return normal side instead of crossing in any, in every case. I don't know. So the upper play field, it's like kind of like flail city. I think it needs to be larger to impact the player better. Um, or maybe consider weakening the flipper power on that play field, um, to slow it down to make it more stop and go so you can actually control the ball and not be flailing. I think that's an important consideration that Stern could have made and maybe should make in code going forward. I think it's also like using the upper play field just to hit like eight stand-up targets. It's kind of anticlimactic, right? There's no buck shot, there's no loop shot, there's no return shot. Um, you know, look at Wizard of Oz, look at uh, GNR, look at the Simpsons pinball party. There's just no variety to that upper playfield. There's no shots. It's just a big wall of stop or, or, or stand-up targets. So it's kind of underwhelming in that way as well. Um, it just can't be like a semi-circle, right? Like, it's, it's just a pattern of shots in a semi-circle above the flipper. It's just, I don't know, there's not much skill there. You end up hitting a lot of those stand-up targets just by virtue of the ball bouncing around. It's Flail City. All right, it's kind of like 1980s upper playfield feel. I'm not sure that two flippers and angle changing on that upper playfield would change much on top of everything. So when you get the premium LE, I just think it's just still stand-up targets. Now you're just using two flippers to 
just slash away at this ball instead of one. I'd probably rather have just one anyway. All right, let's see. So I'm moving on. All right, so another bad note here. It's just another IP from Disney. So um, can we can we let somebody else IP be part of games for once? And I know JJP is doing Toy Story, and that's kind of a Pixar theme, not a Disney theme, but still Disney anyway, right? Um, I don't know. I just feel like the Marvel, the superhero stuff just has to, you know, heroic themes just come on. Every theme doesn't have to be a hero. The Mandalorian guy is a hero. He's kind of the the bounty hunter, the, the savior of the child or whatever. Uh, Avengers, Superman, Spider-Man, Hulk. I don't know. Less hero themes. Let's look at some themes that don't involve heroes. Not a bad idea. How about Predator? How about Rambo? How about Back to the Future? How about The Expendables? Limited release game. Boondock Saints, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Rocky, Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, any of those. Anything but more hero themes. All right, so the overall conclusion here, it's definitely a step up for Eddie, except in art and sound for the game. I think Stranger Things had way better art and sound and backlash art and colors to fit the theme well here. That is kind of a letdown, but otherwise great, great job for Eddie. I think his third game will be uh, even a step up from there. So let's hope, let's, uh, let's hope he doesn't regress at all, and let's hope he progresses so his next release is even cooler. Um, but overall, it's not a buy for me, not even close. Not even at a discounted rate. So the other games at Fat Joe's, they had the best style then I've ever played on location there. You gotta go play it. It's perfect, it, it's set up perfectly. It's just incredible. It's a standard edition dialed in. And honestly, when you buy a standard dialed in, you're not missing anything. It's got all the same play field features, just some of the lights and bells and whistles are missing, but it really doesn't take away from the game experience. The game there is fast, it plays fast, it plays strong, it plays super fun. The angles are just perfect. It, it was like the guy who, the guy who set this game up, the flipper angles, just knew who I was and thought this is how he likes shots, so just loved playing it. Um, it's funny, I played their GNR LE right there on location at Fat Joe's, and it's set up so poorly that it makes the game not fun, and that's unfortunate because I think a lot of people are playing that game thinking, oh, GNR's not fun. I played it at Fat Joe's, and when I played it, I thought, man, this game is set up really bad, but it would be fun if it was set up better, and I set mine up better, and it, it's amazing, all right? so. It's just like every other game. If you don't set it up right, it feels floaty, it feels weird, it feels boring. Um, but yeah, it needs to be set up right. So take time to level your games correctly and make the steepness what you want it to be, what you need it to be. And it will make for a much more satisfying ownership experience. That's my take. All right, so go there. Go there. All right, so the awesome beach weather is here. I forgot to tell you, summer in SoCal is in full swing. It was probably 80 degrees on the water there. I was cruising the one wheel on the sand last week uh, after playing some pinball and man is it fun to get on a one wheel and hit the two inches of water at the uh, in the hard pack sand there on the shore man it's fun it feels like you're on like a wave runner radical I got my first surf session in in years got a brand uh, brand new to me six foot four board and it was trunkable the water is like 76 degrees went out there caught my first wave of the summer it was super fun um, just Get a tan this summer, guys. Take off your shirt, go running, go swimming, go surfing, have fun. It's all there for the taking. All right, got another big show coming up. It's probably three pages worth of notes. It's kind of one of those uh, looking around shows. So I, I heard Kaneda do this whole like what every company should do show, which he seems to do every 12 episodes or so. 
but I've got mine. I think I've got some reasons why he's right and he's wrong. I think I've got some reasons why other guys are also right and why they're wrong. More opinions, more pinball. God bless you. Thanks for joining me.